The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father. And he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with the man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who is called barren. For nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. So today on the Solemnity of the Annunciation, we take a little, a little break from Lent, right? We've put away the Gloria and some of the other things. But this is such a high feast that it's important to bring back that greater solemnity. It took me a while to realize why it was always on March 25th, because you know I'm not the smartest guy in the world. But nine months before Christmas is the Annunciation. Makes sense, right? But I didn't really realize that until like, <laughs> sadly, like six years ago and I was like 24. But either way, we celebrate this feast no matter if it's during Lent or not because, you know, nine months. This is the mystery of our salvation. The fact that Jesus Christ would come to save us is a mystery that we always need to go back to. The fact that the Son of God would be made man to redeem us, to lower himself from his throne on high, to take the form of a human, to redeem us from our sins. This is the beauty of our faith, no matter if we're in Lent or outside of Lent. This is a timeless reality of our salvation. I want to focus in today on one line from the gospel that really just brings forward both that wonderful nature of human and divine. Mary, is, here's the greeting, hail full of grace, the Lord is with you. And then, but it says in the scriptures, she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, do not be afraid. You see, I think sometimes when we look to these saints, even saint like Mary who's sinless, we think that the perfection of God means that there wasn't any emotional struggle. Or we think that saints are so exalted that we forget their humanity as well. Mary is very justified to be afraid, to ponder what sort of greeting this may be. And she's very good to be troubled. 
shows her humanity. But in that, she eventually gets to the point to say, behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. I will do your will, which comes up both in the first reading, the second reading, and in the responsorial psalm. Here I am, Lord, I come to do your will. I always say to people this, and I think it's important to repeat again and again, that the emotions themselves are not sinful. It's the actions that we might take from our emotions that can lead to a sinful or virtuous action. It's okay to be anxious. It's okay to be afraid. It's okay to be angry. It's what we do with those emotions that has the moral value. And so I always come back to getting to the beauty of our humanity. Even the greatest of saints, Mary, still experiences emotions just like us. And every time I can make the saints more relatable, I do, because sometimes I get kind of annoyed that we have these pictures or statues of their perfection whenever it doesn't show some of their struggle and development. And that's also how I present St. Francis when I talk about him. But a final point for today's short homily is that God chooses us to be part of the story no matter what. It's not like feeling troubled or having emotions or any of that prevents us from being chosen by God, doesn't prevent us to being part of the story. In fact, he uses us to do his work so often. So maybe the word can be for us today that God still chooses me. He still comes to me no matter what. And there's nothing of the things that I think that separate me from him that will stop his grace from coming to my heart. So Lord, we open ourselves to you this day and say, Lord, no matter what I choose to think that separates me from you, I open myself to receive your love and I know that you love me anyway. With my best and with my worst, I receive your love, O God. And then we can say like Mary, behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Be it done unto me according to your will. Let your will be done, O God.